Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. We heard yesterday from Romans 8, and Paul said, We are sons and daughters destined for glory. We have received the spirit of full acceptance enfolding us into the family of God. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, You are God's beloved child. Today we're reading from Romans 9 and it's Paul's love for the Jewish people. Remember that all of Romans is the letter to the Jewish people from Paul. O Israel, my Jewish family, I feel such great sorrow and heartache for you that never leaves me. God knows these deep feelings within me as I long for you to come to faith in the Anointed One. My conscience will not let me speak anything but the truth, for my grief is so intense that I wish that I would be cursed, cut off from the Messiah, if it would mean that you, my people, would come to faith in him. You are Israelites, my fellow citizens, and God's chosen people. To you belong God's glorious presence, covenants, the Torah, the temple, with its required sacrifices and the promises of God. We trace our beginnings back to the patriarchs, and through their bloodline is the genealogy of the Messiah, who is God over everything. May he be praised through endless ages. Clearly, God has not failed to fulfil his promises to Israel, for that will never happen. But not everyone who has descended from Israel belongs to Israel. Physical descent from Abraham doesn't guarantee the inheritance because God has said, through Isaac, your descendants will be counted as part of your lineage. This confirms that it is not merely the natural offspring of Abraham who are considered the children of God. Rather, the children born because of God's promise are counted as descendants, for God promised Abraham, in nine months from now your wife Sarah will have a son. Now this son was our ancestor Isaac, who, with his wife Rebekah, conceived twins. And before her twin sons were born, God spoke to Rebekah and said, The oldest will serve the youngest. God spoke these words before the sons had done anything good or bad, which proves that God calls people not on the basis of their good or bad works, but according to his divine purpose. For in the words of Scripture, Jacob I have chosen, but Esau I have rejected. So what does all this mean? Are we saying that God is unfair? Of course not. He had every right to say to Moses, I will be merciful to whoever I choose and I will show compassion to whoever I wish. Again, this proves that God's choice doesn't depend on how badly someone wants it or tries to earn it, but it depends on God's kindness and mercy. 
For just as God said to Pharaoh, I raised you up as ruler of Egypt for this reason, that I might make you an example of how I demonstrate my miracle power. For by the example of how I deal with you, my powerful name will be a message proclaimed throughout the earth. So again, we see that it is entirely up to God to show mercy or to harden the hearts of whomever he chooses. Well then, one might ask, if God is in complete control, how can he blame us? For who can resist whatever he wants done? But who do you think you are to second-guess God? How could a human being moulded out of clay say to the one who moulded him, Why in the world did you make me this way? Or are you denying the right of the potter to make out of clay whatever he wants? Doesn't the potter have the right to make for the same lump of clay an elegant vase or an ordinary pot? And in the same way, although God has every right to unleash his anger and demonstrate his power, yet he is extremely patient with those who deserve wrath, vessels prepared for destruction. And doesn't he also have the right to release the revelation of the wealth of his glory to his vessels of mercy, whom God prepared beforehand to receive his glory? Even for us, whenever we are Jews or non-Jews, we are those he has called to experience his glory. Remember the prophecy God gave in Hosea. To those who were rejected and not my people, I will say to them, You are mine. And to those who are unloved, I will say, You are my darling. And in the place where they were told, You are nobody, this will be the very place where they will be renamed children of the living God. And the prophet Isaiah cries out to Israel, Though the children of Israel are as many as the sands of the seashore, only a remnant will be saved. For the Lord will act and carry out his word on the earth and waste no time to accomplish it, just as Isaiah saw it coming and prophesied. If the Lord God of angel armies has not left us a remnant, we would have been destroyed like Sodom and left desolate like Gomorrah. Sometimes we are like these people, trying hard to get right with God by keeping his laws. We may think church attendance, church work, giving offerings, and being nice will be enough. After all, we're played by the rules, haven't we? But Paul's words sting. This approach never succeeds. Paul explains that God's plan is not for those who try to earn his favour by being good. It is for those who realise they can never be good enough and so must depend only on Christ. Let's pray. Lord, you are my answer to everything. There is no one like you. So today I am asking you for the greatest desire of my heart. Please make my life matter for eternity. Guide my steps towards that great goal and continue to bless me with all I need to serve you.
Help me to never give up or give in to anything but you. You are truly all I need and want, Father. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.